What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. 98.5 weekdays with Mike, that was Guy Sebastian, and standing with you. Good to have your company on this Wednesday morning. Now, a review has found the existing Australian school curriculum did not include uh, enough truth-telling about the experience of First Nations Australians, suggesting a revised Australian curriculum would give greater weight to the nation's diversity and to First Nations culture, but less emphasis on Christian heritage in the study of civics and citizenship. And to have a chat about this this morning, Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group joins me on the line. Good morning, Simon. Nice to talk to you again. Good morning, Mike. It's always good chatting to you. Now, this is an interesting one. Uh, Simon, just to kick off, what are some of the proposed changes to this National School History curriculum and how will it affect the current syllabus? It's a really big issue. It's one that's um, now building its own momentum nationwide as more and more people from all walks of life and, um, I guess, different backgrounds have realised just how full-on the proposed changes are. And in short, there's a particular body with a very boring name, the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority, and it's responsible <laughs> for this new draft curriculum. And at the end of the day, it would appear that even a number of academics and teachers are now up in arms and saying that body should be shut down for what it's proposing. The proposals, in short, you've certainly referred to them um, briefly, I guess you could say, if we started at this level, they propose to take out a lot of what would traditionally be taught about Australian history and world history and replace it with an extremely heavy emphasis on a uh, on Indigenous Australia and what uh, is being called the invasion of Australia. So perhaps throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Very interesting. Where did this is this a government body you're talking about, Simon, or as a group that got together? How does that? What does that look like? It is a government body. It's very heavy on um, bureaucracy. It seems to be very light on in terms of uh, on the ground academics, teachers, and I guess general Australian community representatives. And that's certainly one of the criticisms that's been raised this week. Um, the Federal Education Minister Alan Tudge uh, has now jumped onto this with uh, quite some gusto and um, some of the nation's leading educators are making claims along the lines of these changes would create a nation of cretins. So that's the type of language uh, being used. But at the end of the day, I'm not against all of it and I don't think we should be simply because there is a place, I'll throw this out there for people to consider, there is a place for increasing uh, the focus of our education as to our Indigenous Australian history, the question becomes, do we have to throw the rest out in order to do that? Mm, yeah, good good question, good thought. Simon, I'll get you to hold on, hold the line there a moment. We'll uh, come back and chat some more, if that's OK? Sure. Yep, Simon Creek from HHG League Group is on the line. We're talking about the uh, talking about having less emphasis on Christian heritage in the study of civics and citizenship. Join the conversation this morning, 0429-985-985. Love to know what you think. Back soon.
98.5 Weekdays with Mike Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group is my guest on the line this morning. We're talking about these proposed changes with less emphasis on Christian heritage and the study of civics and citizenship. Simon, is this uh, basically one truth just being replaced in favour of another? I mean, why can't Australian history be taught from all angles? It's, I guess, and where do we find the balance there? Great questions, and um, I think in order to answer them, we uh, we have to break this whole debate and this new development down into two issues. First of all, the question, you know, when does Australian history commence? Does it start on 26 January 1788 when, um, you know, we uh, when the Brits arrived in New South Wales, or does that, that Australian history commence, you know, many, many years before when Aboriginal Australians began living on the continent? I think that's one big part of the debate, and... To bring it into your question, I can't see why we can't teach both. The next part really involves the content and flows from that first question. And we, we end up asking um, of this new proposed curriculum why we do have to replace um, the history, uh, the European history that underpins Australian development since 1788. Why do we have to replace it with only Indigenous history? Why can't we fit in. And then I think there's this big distracting argument coming in from the sidelines and that is all about the language that um, the relevant bodies are using here and the language that is being tied into the debate. In, you know, terms like council culture are just so emotive mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the debate, if not handled carefully, can lend itself to racism and we don't want to go there. So my view overall here is that there is a way get the balance of perspective right. Um, it's not good enough for any country to throw out one truth in favour of another. And we do have, I suppose you could say, two histories, and both of them need to be taught to our children. That is my view. Mm. Can't see why they clash. But if curriculum ends up being drafted according to political agenda, we're going to have problems, and we will see one thrown out in favour of the other. Mm, interesting, Simon. Simon, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll come back and wrap things up. If that's okay, if you can hold the line just for one more little break. There you are on 98.5 Weekdays with Mike. I'm talking to Simon Creek from HHG Elite Group this morning. Back after this one. Ninety-eight five weekdays with Mike Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group is on the phone. We're chatting about some of these proposed changes. I didn't realise this has been uh, in vogue since two thousand and fourteen. This has been discussed, Simon. Uh, just to finish off today, are these proposed changes up for public discussion? Like, can we have a say? Absolutely, and I think now's the perfect time to do it. So yes, as you note, um, this seems to have been a project of the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority, ACARA, since 2014. Uh, it looks like they have now published the framework and a lot of the content um, to all state governments and the federal government. The relevant ministers met last Friday and to say that the response across the board was lukewarm is an un uh, seems to be a bit of an understatement. So now is the time to be in touch with your state education minister and to contact the federal education minister, Alan Tudge. Their offices obviously all have email addresses where they, they do seek and collate um, public comment. 
Local members um, of parliament should also be lobbied on this. And I think on top of all of that, it's a great opportunity for all of us to better educate ourselves as to how and why a curriculum is put in place and modified and updated over time in our, in our schools across Australia. So to do that, I would just have a look at ACARA, the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority, have a look at um, some of their published material, read the, the relevant articles that have been published in the last week. The Australian's done a lot of good writing on this. And I think on top of that, um, just look into... I think we've all got to... It's a great opportunity for all of us right now to ask ourselves, do we have a great opportunity to broaden the education of our children so that we do better recognise our Indigenous past um, and balance things instead of unbalancing again, but just in a different direction? And I guess I'd just like to, to tie in here or perhaps end with a couple of quotes from some of the more high-profile commentators on this debate so far. So what a leading historian, Geoffrey Blaney, has, has summed it up, I think, quite well by saying, by all means, teach Indigenous history, but not at the expense of classical and Western civilizations. Ancient Rome surely, surely did, as much, did at least as much as Uluru to shape the modern Australian way of thinking and living. I think that's a very valid comment. Um, others have said it would be a pity if Indigenous history, while a subject of great importance, would be at the cost of meaningful, broad education in the major historical events of the wider world. That, to me, is what it's all about. It's about lobbying at the moment our government, state and federal, to ensure that the curriculum is fine-tuned, reshaped, absolutely, to make it better and broader, but we mustn't. Uh, full prey, I, I don't think, to revisionist history, cultural relativism. These are the enemies, in my view, of an honest education. Mm, interesting, Simon. And then, of course, we haven't even touched on uh, what would teachers be thinking, thinking, oh, hang on, there's another change coming and, and the process that they would have to go down to learn uh, a whole bunch of new things as well. Absolutely. This, is a, this would be a remap of the entire humanities section of um, primary and high and tertiary education. Wow, interesting, Simon. Simon, we are out of time, but I appreciate you coming on this morning and having a chat. No problem. Good on you, Simon. That's my guest on the line this morning has been Simon Creek from HHG Legal Group. You are on 98.5, and this is Weekdays with Mike. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.